Thanks. All right, let's, uh, uh, Pastor Mel already acknowledged my, my cousin here from, uh, uh, moved here from New Jersey today. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so prayerfully we'll see more of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and a while ago, uh, I don't know how many years ago, but we were at the other location, and I think we still was doing our our uh, anniversary cookout at Charlotte United. So, uh, oh, around this time, a lot of my family came to church. I don't know if y'all remember. So uh, it was Karen, Sabrina, my brother, my sister, um, my aunt, and my two cousins. Well, his mother was one of those people. So. All right, so let's get into talking about can't get no satisfaction. You know, we uh, probably ended with the reality that sometimes we could be thirsty, right? Right? Remember that, right? You know, we made a, we got that word out, right? Thirsty. Stephanie drinking a lot of water before we start the service, so she's ready to go, right? Um, and then, you know, at the end, as we were making comments, I didn't want us to move on without highlighting some pretty, pretty impactful comments um, at the end. Uh, Lou said, like, the message for him last week was like committing penalties out of panic. You know, like, you know, you, you know, you're in a game, you're under so much pressure, and you just, and the purpose of presses, you know, when you play basketball or blitzes when you play football, yes, you want a turnover or somebody to throw the ball away, but really you want them to break down in their mind. You know, you know, when I played point, they just wanted to keep pressing and hope, hope and I just get tired of them coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. I, I give up. The Bible talks about Hebrews fainting your mind. I give up. So then I'm just throwing the ball away, just out of panic, you know, just, I, I just can't take it. Here they come, here they come. And that's what the devil wants to do. Keep pressing you so you give up and you faint in your mind. And once you faint in your mind, actually, you probably won't even realize when him and all the demons left. Because they got you working, you with them now. You, you working with them. So when Lou said that, I thought that was, that, that was interesting. He said that's what thirsty is to him, uh, committing penalties out of panic. And then um, Pastor Mal said, like, the whole angle of getting no satisfaction is like living in a void. You know, you're, you're living in this void, and it keeps you thirsty. Um, and that's what you're playing off of. You're playing off of a void. Um, and she says a lot of times, like, you know, when people go through stuff, they're not eating for nourishment. They're eating to what? Fill a void, right? Right? Sometimes they're not dating for covenant. They're dating to what? Fill a void because they're what? Oh, good, good. See, that was flowing out a lot easier today, you know? A little struggle last week, but I see it coming out a little, little quicker, right? Uh, and so, uh, Venetia highlighted this scripture, so let's go to Proverbs 10. She didn't say Proverbs 10, but she, she did reference the scripture last week. I want to give uh, Miss V her props there. We all know who Miss V is, right? <laughs> V's babies. All right, so... <laughs> Just, just, just a little plug, right? A little plug? A little plug for the little, little puppies? All right. All right, so... <laughs> all right, so... Uh, what was I talking about? All right. Uh, Proverbs 10, <laughs> verse 22. It says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, right? And it says, It addeth no sorrow with it. So we know if something is coming from God, you know, uh, and we talked about the true riches the other week, right? We, we, we know, what was that Sunday we talked about the true riches? You know, the blessings of the Lord makes rich. It adds no sorrow. So if it's coming from God, you ain't thirsty. If that sorrow and that void is there, uh, that didn't come from God. And, and most of the things in the world are like that. On the front end, they feel good, taste good, smell good, uh, look good. But on the back end, they create more thirst. You know, um, and they cre- put you in a position where you can't get no satisfaction. But, it, but it, it keeps you running after it. It keeps you hungering after it. In the B.C. days, uh, when we used to hang out in college, and, you know, guys would talk about pharmaceuticals. 
after a while, the kids are going to figure out what I'm talking about, right? The guys are talking about it, and I used to change the name of all the pharmaceuticals, and I put them under one category, call more. You know, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this is more. They was like, why do you call it more? I said, because the more you do it, the more you want it. And, and what happens is, and I've talked about this before, because what happens is when you take in things that God hasn't ordained to fulfill you, they, they not only create a thirst, but your body uh, is designed to uh, de- uh, create an immunity from, from outside things. So you could take in something, your body goes, oh, what's this? Uh, you know, it's almost like everything inside you is going, you know, uh, warning, warning, warning. It was, it was lost in space back in the day. Warning, warning, warning. Right? So yeah, might not. Yeah, that's for us older people. I don't think they do that in the new lost in space. Right? But... So your body's going, warning, warning, warning. And then what happens is there's a computer inside, our spiritual computer that starts to calculate how can we operate with this intrusion. And so now the very thing that uh, uh, caused, as Minister Lamar was saying in the Bible study fellowship in the morning, inhibitions or intoxication, now you're operating normal. Because your body now is saying, I actually can operate carrying this poison. So then you need more of the poison to get the same feel you had before, right? So now the body goes, computer goes off. Now your body says, we can operate with this additional poison. And it just keeps magnifying to a point where you're taking in more poisons and you're giving yourself a pass because you're still functional. The poisons aren't going to stop you from being functional. They're going to stop you from being excellent, but not being functional. Uh, it's not going to stop you from being functional, but it will eventually kill your behind. All right? Notice I normally say we, but I didn't include me in that one. <laughs> right? Uh, so, so that's why we have to uh, watch... Uh, these uh, spiritual bribes or these, these uh, one scripture broke it down as dainties or these little trinkets from the world, right? All right, so let's look at this. Uh, Exodus 23, right? Because we talked about let's not, take, let's not take bribes, right? Spiritual bribes. Y'all know what a bribe is, right? Right. How many people have taken bribes? Just put your hand up. You took bribe, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. You didn't get the, You didn't get a fair shake on that one. You know, you 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 sold out. How many sellouts we got in the house? Okay, put your hand up. You know, y'all sold out. Sold out. Took compromise. We, look, y'all be dogging out. Uh, um, what is it? Is it Esau? Sold his birthright. Y'all be dogging Esau. Y'all be reading the chapter. Man, how you going to sell your birthright for just from oatmeal, man? Right? Like, y'all be dogging them out. Man, you thirsty, man. You thirsty. What we don't sell our, our purpose for? Right? And I think Esau knew what he was giving up. Well, he didn't really know. No. Oh, no, put it this way. He didn't really realize he was going to want it later. Right? But we walking around giving up stuff and, and, <laughs> and mad at God. I just don't feel fulfilled. That's because you, 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 uh, you're a sellout. <laughs> you know, people don't like those. I'm saying all the things people don't like. Thirsty, sellout. We don't, we don't like none of those, right? That's, that's what you're trying to say, right? That normally gets to what you're what you trying to say. I just said it. Thirsty, sellouts. All right, so uh, uh, actually... <laughs> <laughs> Exodus, if somebody just takes the clip of this, <laughs> you know, put the clip out. Local pastor uh, was uh, picketed the other day for calling his people sellouts. Okay. Thirsty sellouts at that, right? What a combination, right? All right. I know I'm going to hear that again. All right, but uh, Exodus 23, verse 7. It says this, it says, keep thee far from a false matter or, you know, things that's not true, right? And, the, uh, it, and then uh, 
after the semicolon says, and the innocent and the righteous slay thou not, right? It says, for I will not justify the wicked, the twisted. It says, and thou shalt take no gift, no bribe. It says, for the gift or the bribe blindeth the wise and perverted the word, perverteth the words of the righteous. Like we lose our, our ability to, to navigate and see clearly into fulfillment and purpose and in our obedient design when we start exchanging our path for these moments of pleasure, right? And the thing is, we don't at the time think we're going to go blind because we wouldn't do it, right? And you ever went blind and didn't realize you was blind until you kept just, you know, either snapping back unnecessarily. Uh, everybody keeps telling you you're not doing a good job, but of course, since you're so great at what you do, they have to be tripping. But don't realize like you've lost the ability to see certain things. And then you, you slip into, I got, I got better numbers than them as opposed to I'm the best that I can be. You know how that, you know that shift, right? You don't remember that shift? Some of y'all just had that shift this week. Y'all remember? You know what I'm saying? Like when you, you, you just, you know, I'm doing better than the family. Not I'm doing the best that I, I can be. So we slip from pleasing God to just looking better than man. But you know you can be better than them and less than you. You know you can run the best time in the race. And as far as your design is concerned, you still lose because you didn't run your fastest. You was just trying to beat them. Okay, all right. That's, see, that's going over well. All right, so Luke 12. <laughs> Let's go to Luke 12, right? Does that make sense? Have that ever happened to you? You know, where you did better than them, but it still was less than you? Like, you still felt, as Pastor Mel was talking about last week, that void? Yeah. You know, and you figure what I won, like, I should be happy. I, I bested them, right? You know, you know, the bested them. I bested them. I should be happy, and then there's still something missing? Yeah, because you didn't empty out, right? It's a dangerous thing not to empty out. It's a dangerous thing to re re reduce your goals to what them say they say and what they're doing, right? That's a dangerous thing. But if you get hungry and thirsty, you're going to do that because you'll just, you'll just settle for the accolades of better than before. I heard one of the race, drive, race car drivers, you know, I'm not into the whole color thing, but, but, but this particular case, they said he was the first uh, black person to qualify for this particular race. And he was like, like, I'm not happy. He said, I'm not, I didn't show up just to qualify. I showed up to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you giving me props because of I'm better than other people that was my color? Like, are we serious right now? Right, but that's how sometimes we operate, right? Does that make sense? I know that's just, uh, uh, seven different examples of the same thing, but hopefully we got it. All right, so we're going we're gonna to lock in here on, I told you Luke 12, right? That's uh, 16. We'll lock here verse 16. It says, and he spake a parable. Uh, Ty talked about parables during fast week, right? Unto them saying, you know, parable, parallel story. It can have a heavenly and an earth meaning at the same time, right? Right? It can have a seen and unseen meaning at the same time. Right. All right. So it says he spoke a parable of them saying the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself saying, excuse me, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow all my fruits. Like I'm, I'm this stuff is running over. Right. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, <laughs> soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Otherwise interpreted, be greedy. But God said unto him, thou fool. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So he that layeth up treasures for himself is not rich towards God. 
See, that's the, you know, so sometimes we get, we're so thirsty and hungry, we get greedy and we hoard. See, he, he first of all, he had more than enough. And, and, and he had all his grain. And he's like, what shall I do? What should you do? Your cup run over, you should give. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> right? Yeah, you straight. But now he's like, I'm going to tear down these barns and store up some more. And the Lord said, okay, now your soul's required. Now what? What you going to tell your soul now? You know, when you could have just kept things fruitful, multiplying, replenished. You see that? Right? So, 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 so a person storing or hoarding what he has, or, you know, having an overabundance, that person is thirsty. They're never satisfied. Never satisfied. They never think outside of their self, me, my. Like they're so comfortable in their, most of their decisions is about them. And if they do things for God, it's at their convenience, right? They very, very rarely move outside of their convenience, not even mindful of the things of God. Things happening all around them that's important to God, but they're not measuring their choices on what's important to God. They're measuring their choices on what's important to them. So sometimes they do service, you know, like remember when uh, we talked about this the other day, I think somebody brought it up, Bible study fellowship, Job, didn't that come up? Somebody... One of, one day we were talking about okay, I was, yeah, I know I know we got a lot of studies, but I be trying to remember stuff. And so you know the thing is like like and we was talking about how Job, like at first he was given offering because of his love for God, appreciation, but then he shifted to give out of fear because his kids was tripping and he didn't want to lose what he had. So now he shifted from giving out of love and appreciation to giving out of fear, trying not to lose. Well, some people serve like that. They serve trying not to lose. They don't serve because they love God. And the thing that they greatly fear comes upon them. Just like Job, Job 3.25, right? Right? Did y'all get that? All right? All right? Just got to lock in. All right, so uh, we should have stayed over there, Exodus. Let's go back, Exodus 23 again. Sorry about that. I should have told y'all to hang out there. So after he was talking about, you know, just, you know, man, don't, don't, basically don't get thirsty, don't take bribes, stuff like that. So then he started to break some things down to him. And uh, I know we were talking about this the other day too, but we'll go with verse 10, Exodus 23, verse 10. And look, look, it says, so in six years thou shalt sow thy land, right? It says six years thou shalt sow thy land and shalt gather in the fruits thereof. But in the seventh year, thou, thou shalt let it rest and lie still, that the poor of thy people may eat, and what they leave the beasts of the field shall eat. In like manner, thou shalt deal with thy vineyard and with thy olive yard. It says, six days thou shalt do thy work, and, and the seventh day thou shalt rest, and thy ox and thine, and thine ass may rest, and thy... Uh, and the son of thine handmaiden and the stranger may be refreshed. All right, so what it's saying is it's, it's giving you a foundation of how not to live a thirsty life, you know, which a part of it, of course, is trusting God. So it's saying, you know, for six years, man, do your thing with your land. But imagine a farmer taking a whole year and not doing anything. It's like Chick-fil-A not open on Sunday. No, for real. Like, you know, Sunday is a busy day. You can make a lot of money. They don't open on Sunday. I don't know, I don't know, if, I don't, I don't know how long they've been doing this, but go check the reports. They, they're, they're way out ahead of all the other companies, and they're not open on Sunday. You know why? They're not thirsty. And see, when, 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 when famine and things start happening, places like that thrive because they're not thirsty. And, and, and what, what, what God was saying, if you're doing what you're supposed to do in the six years, that year that you take a break, you have so much abundance, you don't miss a beat anyway. And then, you're, you're, and then now, not only that, you're going to increase right after that, 
right, right, that, you know, that seventh, that seventh complete year of rest, when you go into the new beginning year, you're going to be at another level because you, you've afforded other people an opportunity to get ahead. You've afforded the poor to gather grain and seed and stuff like that so they can come up too, right? It's just not about you. See, so, so this whole process is him saying, I'm trying to teach you how to be hungry and thirsty proof. I'm trying to teach you how to live a life where every level you're going to gain satisfaction. Because this is the thing. The thing is like each time, like it's coming. Things are, things, things are already started breaking through. And a lot, this was the year of what? The power to break through. So a lot of things have broke through in people's lives. Oh, oh, this was just scratching the surface. And so when things happen, are you going to be thirsty? Like, will you, you know, remember the scripture says in Deuteronomy 8, it says, when you have built goodly houses, when your flocks multiply, when your silver and gold is multiplied, just keep people say, well, I don't have no, no farm. You know, he said, when your silver and gold is multiplied, then if all that, let's go, let's go to Deuteronomy 8. It's a little audible, but we ain't that far away. We're in Exodus, right? Let's go to Deuteronomy 8. Been around here, you know, it's one of my favorite chapters. And let's see. There's so much here. Uh, let's, we'll just start here, verse 6. It says, therefore thou shalt, well, yeah, I know verse 2, he took us through the wilderness to humble us and prove us so we would know what's in our heart when we would keep his commandments or not. Verse 2, right? Get down after verse 5 when he says he, he chase, chastens those, them that he loves. Um, all this is going to make sense. Uh, is that? I'm trying to think of that Sunday's message. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> within verse 6 he says, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, walk in his ways, and fear or reverence him. It says, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into what? A good land, a land of brooks of waters, fountains of deaths, that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, vines, fig trees, pomegranates, a land of oil, and, uh, olive, and honey, right? This is a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without what? Scarceness. More than enough. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, right? That's what his goal, to bring you into a place where everything's taken care of, right? Right? Which just lines up with what God wants to do next year. A land whose stones are iron, and out of those hills thou mayest dig brass. Right? <laughs> right? So this is, this is where I'm taking you. It says, when thou hast eaten, look, and art full, thou shalt, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given thee. So he's saying, my goal is to make sure you have everything. Your goal is to show appreciation. Not take it for granted. Now, how many times have God blessed us and we took it for granted? Now, people say, I ain't taking it for granted. I kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. I always say thank you. Is that what God meant by appreciation? Okay, let's, let's keep on reading here. Verse 11 says, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments, how he processes things. And his statues, which I command thee this day. So, so now he said, show appreciation. And in the next verse, he said, don't get so thirsty you forget about how you got all this stuff. Don't, see again, don't keep my commandments to either not to lose or to get what you want. Keep my commandments because you love being in my presence and you love staying within my path of fulfillment. Don't just keep my commandments out of compliance. Keep it out of relationship, right? And, and nothing I give you should change that. But think about how now we don't, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to skip. I was going to skip, so I'm not going to be patient. All right. Now, now, this is after he says, when thou art full, right? But the, look here at verse 12. It says, lest when thou has eaten and art full and has built, what? Goodly houses. Did it say house? Goodly houses and dwelt therein. Because, you know, people could build houses and never move in. 
right? He says, you're building goodly houses and dwell therein, right? He says, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, look, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied. And look, just in case you don't, you don't fit in none of those categories. He says, and all that thou has is multiplied, right? Look, then thine heart be lifted up, thirsty and hungry, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So God's goal is to bring us out from being bound, but not for us to forget about them. Show appreciation, right? All right, uh, it says, look, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness that we've been going through, uh, wherein fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there, were no, where there was no water, because we were thirsty, who brought thee forth water out of, a, out of a, a rock of a flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy father, fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee to do thee good in the latter end. So everything was preparation for him to do good, right? Does that make sense? It says, and thou say in thine heart, my power, and the might of mine hand has got me this well. So God does things that we go, yeah, because of, my, because of my faith and because of what I did. No, it's because of what God did. Now, let me ask you something. If you think you did it, can, are you okay with God taking back everything he got you through? Because like, just look back three or four years and look at where you could have been. Look at where you were. And remember what you said when God was going to get you out. Are you doing that? I know situations where, uh, there's situations where, man, we couldn't get rid of folk. We see them all the time. Like I'm, when I say all the time, especially when, 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 in crisis, 24-7, you ain't have to, you, 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 you to look. You, you can see it like your clock. Soon as God put them in certain positions, all of a sudden, now they shift. Hmm, interesting. It says, and thou say in thine heart, my power, my might, and the might of my hand has got me this wealth. Now, now he, he's saying you're going to get wealth. But how are you going to handle it? Verse 18, but thou shalt remember. Now, he's telling you how we should handle it. It says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he <clears throat> that giveth thee power to get what? Wealth, right? It says that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. So we can't get hungry and thirsty and forget about God. Right? Lose sight and forget all the way God bought you. And now start taking for granted like, you know, we rock stars. That same level of uh, humility that you had as you was going through should be the same level level of humility you have when you get to, right? Does that make sense? All right, so we want to be thirsty proof, right? Hungry and thirsty proof, right? Tiana, that'd be a good idea, right? All right, so Matthew 6.33, all right? Seek ye what? The kingdom of God is and all these things. Now, before he gets to 33, he walks us through some things, right? He says, don't store up treasures in heaven, right? Take no thought for how you're going to eat, sleep, or drink, right? He talks about, hey, man, listen, hey, the birds, they, all these people, they're fed. How much more will I take care of you? The lilies of the field, they're clothed. He talked about food and clothing because that's how we get hungry and thirsty, right? He said, all these, they're taken care of. But how much more I'll take care of you. Then he started breaking down. He used from Isaiah 60, 60, 61. He said, he, he, he talked about, because he talked about the Gentiles. He said, he said, the Gentiles seek after these things. And if you study it out, you see how the Gentiles were about, it was, it, back then, the trade. It was about trade. It was about riches. It was about, you know, making bank, merchants making bank. He says, they have need of these things. Then he said this. I know you have need of these things. You navigate in this earth realm. So I, I, I'm affording you things because I know you have to navigate and I need you to be able to move. Like when I tell you to do something, I need you to be able to, to bless folk when bless them, move when to move. I need you to be able to do ministry, represent me where people go, 
I don't know who you with, but I want to be with him. So you have needed these things. You can sit back in your little corner and hide and look like, oh, well, woe is me. I don't want nothing because I don't want to attract no attention because if I attract attention, I have to send people to God. Right? God's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I want your light shining bright. I want to draw people to you so you send them to me. Right? He says, so I know you have needed these things. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then he said what? All these things that what? The Gentiles seek after will be added unto you. So he said, don't chase the things, chase the king. When you chase the things, you're going to stay thirsty. When you never have time to do what God says to do with your money, you thirsty. Right? They done created a thirsty like, I'll get to you, God. I'll get to you, God. I'll get to you, God. Really? God, God saying, so now it's in reverse. Since you're seeking the things, you're going to lose the things. You see that? If he says, seek ye first. That, so that's a thirsty proof scripture, right? We, we're going to thirsty proof our life right now, right? right? Now, let's go here to Malachi, right? Because you got certain... Trina, have you been discovering in the walk through the Bible that there's certain areas of the Bible people avoid for some reason? Have you, have you noticed that? Like, I mean, you know, as you're growing as a Christian, you know, and you, you park in certain areas and people go, I haven't really read that when I, you know, like we're doing revelations now, right? Normally, and it ain't that bad. I mean, it's that bad if you're going to still be here, you know, if you... If you ain't the dead, and, if, you, if you ain't caught up when he show, show up, and you actually experiencing all that stuff, it's probably bad. But it's supposed to be a movie to us, right? Right? It's supposed to be like like Left Behind, but real life Left Behind, and we supposed to be caught up in the air, and be like, man, it's bad down there, you know? We supposed to be like in in the great cloud of witness interceding for the people going through the testing trials. You know, black horse, white horse, uh, vials, you know, uh, scrolls running around. We like, right, right, we're supposed to be like, whoa, talk about a movie. Like, you know how you look for that great movie or the, the sequels and all that? We'd be like, no, nah, this is a movie right here. I, no, I, I, can't, I can't put it down. That's what we're supposed to be. We ain't supposed to be here. Yes, it's a test. Are you going to take the mark? Are you going to, you know, to, to sell, to buy or whatever? Or, or, or are you going to take it? Or are you going to stay with your God and die? You ain't supposed to be here going through that. You've already lived through that. You're supposed to be watching that. Praying and interceding. Man, hey, don't take the mark. Don't take the mark. Man, listen, even if you got to die, you be with us. Don't worry about it. We're supposed to be coaches. Not still out there playing. <laughs> That's why you, the people avoid revelations, right? But I notice people be avoiding Malachi too. I said all that to get to Malachi, right? You ever notice that, Trina? <laughs> the people be avoiding Malachi. Where is Malachi? I know it's right before Matthews, right? Malachi 3. Let's go here. This is another uh, um, thirsty-proof scripture, hungry and thirsty-proof scripture. And we'd be running from it. So Malachi 3, right? Maybe because people have misappropriated it. Maybe that's why, right? They kind of flipped it and twisted sometimes. Let's just look at it for ourselves, and then we can decide if we need to, you know, attach our faith to this thing. Um, so we'll start at verse 6, Malachi 3, verse 6. We'll start at 6. We're going to target on 8 through 10, but... It says, for I am the Lord, I change not, right? It says, therefore, ye sons of Jacob, uh, therefore, ye sons of Jacob are consumed because you really are not really consumed. You, you know, you're so hungry and thirsty. It says, even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from my ordinances. We, remember, he talked about keeping the commandments way back there in uh, Deuteronomy. He says, and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts, Right? But, but ye said, where shall we return? Like, you, you ever bust your kid out and be like, so why'd you do such and such? What? What'd you talk? When? 
How did I mess up? I don't know. All of a sudden, they smart when they're trying to get something, but they stupid when they're in trouble. Y'all still think I'm talking about the kids? <laughs> They'd be like, what, God? What? 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 What'd I do? I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. Right? That's how we be rolling, right? And this is what he's saying. He says, like, where shall we return? If I knew how to return, I'd have been there already, bro. Nobody gave me the directions. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we operate, right? Then he broke it down. He says, will a man rob God? It says, yet you have robbed me. But you say, here we go again. Where have we robbed thee? <laughs> Ain't nobody take nothing from you, <laughs> right? That's how we do, right? Ain't nobody take nothing from you. You tripping, right? Right? He says in tithes and offering. Look, he said, look. He said, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Now, 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 you can say God saying, I curse you. Because you robbed me. But that's not what he said. <laughs> he said, I'm looking at you. Like, like you ever like uh, know somebody did something because based, based on the results? You know, somebody at your job, you know, okay, listen, if you, if, you, if you did what you said you were supposed to do and you said you did it the right way, we wouldn't have this glitch on the computer right now. So obviously, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. No, I checked everything. I double-checked it, triple-checked it. No, if you'd have doubled and triple-checked it, we wouldn't have this conversation right now, right? Right? So, you know, you talk to your kids. Oh, no, 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 trust me. If you would have did what I told you with the, with the money, you wouldn't be asking me for money right now. Well, God's saying, I'm looking at you, you're cursed. I set you up for a good land to be blessed. So if you're cursed, you're, you didn't do something right. And if you're struggling with finances, I know you haven't operated on what I set up for you to have more than enough. Never be thirsty. Because remember he said when I, I sent you to the land, to lack nothing. So if you're like, like God almost can show up and say, all right, everybody is lacking nothing on that side. Everybody lacking something on this side. And don't lie because I can see you ain't got nothing. Right? He said, now you this on this side, how are you in this situation? Are you not following everything I told you? Keep my commandments? That's the conversation. Pastor Mel, good for that, right? You keep walking. See if you like, you tight? <laughs> not, not tight. See, again, culture has said if the pastor say, are you tithing because they want something? I'm going to say it's true. The pastors does, do want something. In this church, they want you to prosper, <laughs> And they don't want you struggling, and they don't want you thirsty. And they know if you follow God's principle, you won't be. We have witnesses, plenty of witnesses. That ain't the pastors, right? So Pastor Mel's good. She's better than me. You know, you know Pastor Mel's sweet. Like, you know, she, she's, she has a certain gift, you know, to be telling you something that probably if I said it out of my vessel, it would be like, Really? You just going to crush me like that? Pastor Mel said, be like, I think I'm crushed, but I'm not sure I'm crushed, but I might be crushed. But this feels like a crush, but she's smiling and she's so bright. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to receive this. <laughs> you know, but you really like, she just crushed me. You know, yeah, I know. I know that's a crush, man. Yeah, it's what Pastor Mel said. I just love it. But, but this is the thing. We're, it says, look. He says, you curse with a curse, you have robbed me, even this whole nation. He says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now. So he says, even though you don't rob me, he says, prove me based on what I've already told you and what I've already covenant with you, what I already promised you way back there in Deuteronomy, that I'm bringing you to a good place where you can lack nothing. He says, prove me herewith, said the Lord of hosts, if I will not. Now, he could have started with anything. If I won't get you a house, if I won't get you a car. He didn't say that. He says, if I will not open up the windows of heaven. Wait, listen, God does everything in abundance. God is not like, like my wife over there, she'd be nickel and dime at me, right? 
So that's what I call it at the house. God don't nickel and nine. Like, he just opens up the window. And, and I, I, I don't have a heaven to open up windows. But, like, if my wife needs something, I'd probably be getting extra all the time. Like, most of the time, right? Like, I'm, I'm always, and she does the same thing for me. When I talk about nickel and dime, that's another category, which we'll talk about something else. It's, it's a whole other category that we have this relationship. I just call it nickel and diamond. Some people probably can relate to what I'm talking about. But as far as, like, doing for me, she's going to do over and above. I do over and above, right? Well, God blows us away. He's, look, I'm opening up the windows of heaven. Look, pour out a blessing. Look, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. You can't be thirsty if God is pouring out more than enough. After he already set you up to have more than enough, you didn't do what it takes to get you more than enough. He said, okay, so let's start here. Prove me that I won't pour out more than enough. What he's saying is, you ain't got no excuse now. Because you can prove me, and if I don't come through, you can justify your actions. But if you don't come through, don't complain. Stay hungry and thirsty. Right? Y'all see that? Because he did say, am I reading right? Prove me? Is that in there? We need another translation or something? Oh, did you see the word after prove me? Did anybody pick that up? <laughs> prove me now. He didn't say, hey, give me some time, get my, account, get my, my heavenly accounts together. Right. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, don't top yet, don't top yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to get played. He's like, what he's saying is, I'm ever ready with abundance. Are you ever ready with obedience? He said, hey, like, you ain't never catching me off guard. Prove me now. That's, that's, that's what it says, right? We can find a thousand translations. Prove me and now is saying the same thing. We can go to the message. We can go to all types of stuff. Prove me now, right? Right? And then he says this. I won't point out blessing you everyone will receive it. Look, then he says, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Because I know Satan is snatching your stuff because you opened the door by not being obedient, Right? He says, so I'll take care of what he's been doing if you decide to, to prove me, right? The devourer, right, for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground no more, which you're supposed to produce. He says, neither shall your vine cast forth her fruit before her time in the field, said the Lord. Now, I always use this for tithes and offering to show you your fruits is what you produce, and so you want to be in a perfect time and perfect season, perfect resources, support, and everything. And God's saying, I'm going to get you back in time. I'm going to put you right in the, the right spot, the right place for you to flourish. Just prove me. He just started with, you prove me now, this is all I'm going to do. He's even doing more than just the one thing we got to do. Does that make sense? All right, good, good. I'm just making sure. So that, that's another thirsty proof uh, scripture, right? Then let's go over here to Second, Second Chronicles 9. Not Second Chronicles, Second Corinthians, right? Second Corinthians. See, honestly, God understands it's fear, right? Because think about it, like, like you, you ever like uh, start a vice and you know you want to stop it? Whatever. Okay, since, since y'all, sometimes y'all get all sensitive. Not y'all, people out there in TV land. You ever like eat too many biscuits and you can't put them down? Oh, cookies, uh, chocolate, what, what, what? Butterfinger, okay, there you go, what, what'd you say? Brownies, they still make those? I'm just, I was joking, I was joking, that was a joke, that was a joke, don't get sensitive. Pastor Mel talked about offense, you can't get offended about messing with your brownies. So you got the brownies, we got Butterfinger, really? Are you serious? Listen, you need to shut that Butterfinger down. Butterfinger is attacking your body, but anyway, so, no, for real, like Butterfinger, flat-out candy. Look, that's chocolate and candy. I know. I used to love Butterfingers. I don't eat Butterfingers no more. I don't eat Fifth Avenues no more. I don't know if y'all know what that is. Right. But Chico sticks and all that stuff. Anyway, look, I'm saying all this stuff just so if y'all going to take care of your business. But my point is, you know how you're, it's, it's, it's a combination of the, 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 the thirst that's taking you, but it's also like a fear that I'm not going to be able to do this. 
So, 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 let's, okay, so I'm going to use the Butterfingers since you brought it up. So, Jarrah said, babe, babe, we got to shut down the Butterfingers. Like, come on. I mean, like, you know, we're on a, we're on a bad budget here. You done more, more, bought more Butterfingers than food, right? So, 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 so saying shut it down. But you want to say, hey, I commit to shutting out the Butterfingers, but you can't. Because there's a fear that, well, I'm, I don't think, I, you know, I'm, I've been with Butterfinger for a long time. You know? <laughs> We be in Butterfinger, we go way back, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? You put anything in, in the blank on Butterfinger, right? But that stuff got to be put on the altar too. Prove him. See, don't even take that desire away. Like, you got to ask him to take it away. You can't, you can't just like, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop Butterfinger. You going to stop lying in here. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. You need help, right? Yeah, I think I'm talking to Stephanie and the Butterfinger. Don't be trying to box Stephanie in on her Butterfinger because she was transparent. What's your Butterfinger? (laughs) That's a commercial, right? What's your Butterfinger? (laughs) Oh, boy, that's going to be our our comment for the week. And we only going to know the people watching. We're going to walk up to people. What's your Butterfinger? Oh, man, I love my family. So, 2 Corinthians 9, let's go here. Right? 2 Corinthians 9. This is going to help us to be thirsty-proof. Look, it says, verse 6, verse 6. It says, but this I say, he which soweth or giveth or offereth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. It says, every man according as it purposeth, purposeth, in his heart, so let him give. Look, not grudgingly or of necessity, or like we say around here, or of enticement, but for God loves a cheerful giver. The person is given because they love God, right? It says, and God is able to make all grace abound, all favor, get out ahead of you, abound toward you, that you always, look, 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 this is, this is another version, always having all sufficiency in all things. Always Having all, how many adjectives do we got to add to, I got you covered? He done told you, I'm, I'm, listen, you ain't going to like nothing. He done told you, I'm going to pour out a blessing, I have room not to receive. He said you have all sufficiency of all things. Like, he done told us exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask the thing according to the power of work within us. Like, he keep telling us, our cup runneth over. How many things do God have to say before we, we trust him? And stop being so thirsty, chasing stuff that don't quench our thirst, right? Now, keeping it real, Butterfinger tastes good, but it don't quench your hunger. Like, it it tricks you. Okay, I ate this, so I don't have a taste for real food. And, but your body, the aches and pains are saying, really? You're like, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, I had like seven Butterfingers today. I just don't know why I'm so hungry. Why do I have a headache right now? Uh, vitamins and nutrients, maybe. <laughs> now, Steph, I'm just using the Butterfinger, but you know I'm not picking with you, right? Right. Because, you know, um, you you're, gave your life for your brothers and sisters, so I don't have to use what they're dealing with, all right? <laughs> well, what's your Butterfinger? <laughs> anyway, so, oh, y'all, I'm going to milk that one. All right, so, so all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work, right? And it says, and that is, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad. God is just pouring stuff out on us. He has given to the poor, his righteousness remaining forever. The person that's given away to them that, that are without, not just the person down, uh, down uptown. We're talking about people that are without, that, that are around you, that you have abundance to supply. It says, now he that ministers seed to the sower, this is what God does, both minister bread for your food, so he gives you the whole apple for you to eat. Well, he gives you 90% of the apple for you to eat. That's your food. It says, and multiply your seeds sown. That's the seeds within the apple. That's the 10%. So he's basically saying don't eat the seed, right? It says, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. So he's saying like being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which, caused, which, which causes through us thanksgiving to God because people start to see 
us operating in benevolence and abundance and generosity, and they just keep thanking God. Like, you see, there's so many situations we, we're in where people go, man, oh, my God, just thank God. Like, no, thank God. Like, we always go, no, thank the Lord. Well, how can I repay you? Do whatever God tells you to do. Right? So many situations. It's a wonderful thing to see people uh, appreciating God. Right? I should go back and look at the video. We went to Aldi's and gave, bought people's groceries. And you just see, you see, you were there. You see the impact of, you know, people breaking down, people crying, you know, uh, folk uh, almost choking Pastor Mel, giving her hugs. You know, why? Because they were thanks worthy towards God. Right? Right? So the Bible says this, in Pro- this is another thirsty proof scripture, Proverbs 11.25. It says the generous soul or the liberal soul, however you want to call it, shall be made fat. So the person that's, that's freely given, right, is that person that gets full. The person that's hoarding is the person that's normally thirsty, right? You know why? Because... That person is an apple tree eating their own apples. My little guy up here said, well, I'm not going to say the first part of what he said, but he said, that's crazy. It is because apple trees don't eat their own apples. They can't get no nourishment from it. They're just going to stay thirsty. But that's what we're doing. We're producing fruit and we're eating it. See, so this is the thing. As, uh, it's, it's not the greedy, the, the manipulation, the guilty, the, uh, you know, thirsty soul. It's the generous soul. Not the manipulating soul. Not the, guilt, the guilty soul. And, and, I, and I use greedy, manipulation, and guilty because a lot of times that's what we do even in our families and our lives. We love people out of guilt. We love people out of manipulation. We love people out of, go, uh, out of control. We love people out of greed. When we try loving family and friends out of guilt or out of manipulation, right, um, that's dangerous. You know, think about it. That's about what we can get, not what we can give. If I'm loving somebody because I'm out of guilt, I'm easing my guilt. It's not about them. It's about me. I'm not doing what's best for them. I'm doing what's comfortable for me. That ain't love. I'm the only one to get something out of it. I feel good. They're going to keep pumping me up. You're there for me. You're not there for them if you're not doing what's best for them, right? So, so when we do that, we're, we are still void of satisfaction because love taken, right, or hoarded doesn't quench our thirst. Love given does, right? The number one attribute of love is giving. So when we, do, when, we, when we do that type of love and we wonder, how come they don't appreciate it? How can they take me for granted? Because that ain't love. Your motive isn't right. Right? And so, so you know, we'll get more into it next week where we talk about, uh, we're going to check out some uh, thirsty and pre- prevented, prevention measures or fail-safes to being hungry and thirsty. Right? The scripture says, watch and pray what? That you what? Enter not into temptation. You don't, you don't enter into getting thirsty, right? Why? Because spirit is indeed willing, the flesh is weak. What it's saying is, man, feed that spirit. The spirit is going to make sure you get the right nourishment to fulfill your purpose. The flesh is going to keep you running around in circles, right? A lot of activity, a lot of dig. The only gaining ground you're going to get is going further and further down in the ground. And that's dangerous, right? And so, so we'll, I won't get into all this today because it's quite a bit of information, but we'll, 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 we'll talk about it. <laughs> He's over there saying, oh, youngest one in the room, get into it, get into it. No, I won't be uh, thirsty. I'll be patient, right? And we'll talk about it next week, right? But I just wanted to get us, just get us started, just like just to embrace some realities and to talk about some of the things that co- sometimes we avoid or we justify our way out of. But, but this is the trick. The trick is, remember the gift doth blind, doth blind thee. I know that's King James Version. And so, so I take something that, that satisfies me in a moment. It blinds me from what I've lost. 
Like that's Esau, right? And his birthright. He took something that tasted good in the moment. And you know how we, you know how we've done in our life. Well, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. You ever just do something in the moment? You know, this is probably not a good thing. But hey, you know, man, I'm, 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 uh, well, we don't talk like that anymore. Forget that, man. I'm just gonna do it, right? But you, you know, good and well. But you, you shut down all the the warning signals and stuff like that. You know, how you just, you know, you might have gotten them, so you sort of, so you couldn't get the warning signals. And even when you get the consequence, you stay so numb so you don't have to embrace, I should have never done this, right? That's what Esau did. He was just like, man, the, man, I, just, man, just give me, I, I know, yeah, you know what you're giving me, right? Yeah, I know what I'm giving you, man. Just, just give me. Hold on, but now I just, I will make sure you understand this exchange right now. You know, man, listen, man, I ain't stupid. I know what it, listen, I don't need all that anyway. Yes, you don't need it now. And so, so you get that moment of pleasure, that gift blinded you from the cost and the loss. And so, so what happens is then once you start to go blind, this is, what we, this is what we walk through. We lose sight of God's, all God's promises and God's system of how we need to operate to make sure we have all access to promises. Because I know right now if... If right now I told you everybody in here has a uh, long-lost relative that left, left you an inheritance, okay? And he sent me as the executor of the inheritance to come to you guys and to go over the will. And so everybody's going to find out what they have. Now, it's, it's, it's a big estate. It's phenomenal amount of resources. Everybody's getting some. But everybody has stipulations. Somebody, some of y'all have to finish school. Uh, some of y'all have to wait till you're a certain age. Some of y'all have to finally get that degree. Some of y'all have to actually use your gift on behalf of the kingdom, right? Uh, like there's things that you have to do. You're, you know, some of you have to let go of some different vices. Some, some people have to go to spiritual rehab, right? But, 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 but once you've got through the spiritual rehab, once you've let go of the vice, once you've uh, finished what God told you to complete, it's yours. Y'all not doing it? We're not going to do it? We're just going to forfeit the inheritance? We're not going to... We're not going to be hungry and thirsty to... We're not going to hunger and thirst after righteousness so we can be filled? <laughs> right? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Well, God, God's plan is just that simple. He sent his prophets. He sent Christ. He sent these men and women of God. And everybody keep reading the will and telling you what you have to do to get what you are running after. You're chasing after. You're chasing after position. You're chasing after businesses. You're chasing after money. You're chasing after all this stuff. It's all in the inheritance because he said you'll lack nothing. And I can see God going, are we serious right now? And it's not complicated. Nobody's hid the will. Nobody's tried, you know, how you know, the person get old, they try to change the will on you. You know, like, you know, nobody's changed the will. Nobody can come and flip the will. Was yours is yours. Still waiting on you. And, and he's giving us these simple instructions, but uh-huh, yeah. What's the catch? What's the catch? Come on, B, what's the catch? Tithe, right? He's going to pour out a blessing, right? Come on, come on. Give me something else. You, you ain't, I ain't going for that. I ain't going for that. It ain't that simple. It ain't that simple. What's, what, what else? Come on, come on. I know, I know how y'all do. Y'all, 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 y'all spiritual people. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we keep doing this. Like, give, give bountifully. Man, you just trying to get something from me. We ain't got nothing. What, what, what's, what are people getting from you? I told you my story growing, growing up in New Jersey. I was like, man, I ain't going to them church, man. The preacher try to take your money. I ain't got no money. <laughs> Never put that into the equation. No, for real. Like, my... 
I rarely had any money my whole time in New Jersey. Like, I had nothing. I worked, yes. I had cars, yes. I had clothes. I ain't had no money. So who, what was they going to take? And half of the stuff I was giving away to things I shouldn't have been giving away to anyway because I was hungry and thirsty. So God has this wonderful system for us to be fulfilled. What are we doing? That's why we can't get no satisfaction because we're only going to get satisfaction when we do it God's way. That's it. All right, so talk to me. What did we get today? What stood out? What did it make you think about? 